Hey, punk rockers! Do you like bands like Voodoo Glow Skulls, Willem Scream, Mute, Implants, Darko, Police, Cigar, Tsunami Bound, Big Ten, The Kids Table, Adrenalize, Friends All Round, Dead by Stereo, Belvedere, Bracket, Dead Fucking Last, Much the Same, and many more? Are you obsessed with band merch like I am? <laughs> if yes, press pause on this episode and go on EpicMerchStore.com. They offer t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, hats, and kids merch for more than 230 punk rock, ska, metal, and hardcore bands from all around the world. And they now have mugs. Yeah, wow, the coffee's gonna be great. Go get your merch at EpicMerchStore.com. Hello, punk rockers. Salut les punks. Welcome to another episode of the Punk Rocket Show. Today is episode 60. My name is Emily Plamondon. I'm your host. I'm from Quebec City in Canada, and I love to talk about punk rock music and spread my passion everywhere very loudly. <laughs> Today we're gonna talk about the Pooza Fest in Montreal. It is my favorite festival, and for the occasion, I had a chat with Jose of the band Make War. I can't wait to see them play there. I also make you recommendations for some bands I'm excited to see at the Pusa Fest like the Empty Queens and Love Equals Death. Enjoy! The show is starting now! Hello incredible punk rock humans! How are you today? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good because... Life has been great recently. I had the chance to see a Willem Scream, which is my favorite band. You know that already. <laughs> and Brutal Youth twice in a row last week. And it made me so fucking stoked. Because a Willem Scream is a fantastic band to watch live. It's such a genuinely happy band. Their chemistry is absolutely palpable. Palpable. And it adds such a fun thing live because they are also incredibly tight and very musically good but watching them brings me a huge smile all the time because those guys have fun real fun all the time and the first night there wasn't a lot of people i think i don't know why because the, the second one was sold out but the first one was maybe the third of the capacity and even if there wasn't tons of people they gave like an excellent show like if they were playing in front of a million people <laughs> so i appreciate that they always smile at the crowd but also at each other so good it was also great to see brutal youth it's been a while i think the last time i saw them was like five years ago they were super energetic i love the new song they played and i'm excited to hear the new album wow and the guys are super nice i met them a little after the show and i had great times and i feel privileged because they made me listen to some other new songs that are gonna be on their next album so yeah i feel lucky <laughs> So right now it's Saturday p.m. and tonight I'm gonna watch the Slackers at my favorite local venue. I've never seen them before so far, so I'm looking forward to go there. I really like the new album. And I'm excited because for me, I don't think it's the case for a lot of people, but for me, ska and reggae is more like a live experience. I don't listen to that genre a lot by myself. I have some vinyl, but I don't really listen to them often because for me I just like to go to ska shows reggae shows and live my best life because everyone is so happy the energy is great so that's why 
And later this week, so from May 20 to 22nd, I'm gonna go to my favorite festival and travel to Montreal at the Puzza Fest. I love this festival so much, so I wanted to make a special today. Anyway, I'm obsessed about it, so I can't really talk about anything else at the moment. <laughs> and I really love the Puzza Fest. It's always the best weekends for me because I always meet great people. It's a safe place to everyone. They promote diversity a lot. And it's just, the mood is so fun and I love, I love the concept. So it's pretty much the same thing as the fest in Florida. So you have lots of bands playing on different venues, different... Sometimes they have outside shows, but this year I don't think the Puzza have an uh, outside stage, unfortunately. But it's really fun because you can go have a beer or a coffee on a patio and then you go to see some shows. And also I, I love that <laughs> I can make different venues. I can discover bands and if I'm tired, I can go to my hotel, have a nap and come back, you know. So it's really, it's perfect for my level of energy. So the headliners are Propagandi, Good Riddance, Tim Barry of the band Avel. I'm excited for this one. The Dreadnoughts, Belvedere, Mustard Plug, War on Women, etc. But every year, one thing that I love the most is really to discover new bands and also to see some bands from the first time. And the lineup is always incredible. They had to cancel twice in a row, uh, two years in a row. So it means that it's been fucking three years since the last time I went to Puzza Fest. And honestly, even if you don't go there, you should definitely check the lineup poster. So yeah, today's episode is about this festival and my repunkmendations will be about some bands playing there. And I also interviewed Jose from Make War that I'm gonna watch for the first time live. Repunkmendation! One of the bands I'm gonna see for the first time is the Anti-Queens from Ontario, Canada. I love those women so much. They are incredible. Emily Bones, the singer, is probably one of my favorite vocalists in the world. I don't know why, because they, I'm in Quebec, so we're pretty much close to each other and I never had the chance to see them live. So yeah, it's gonna be a great opportunity. I can't wait. So let's listen to their song, Game Over. We can find this song on their self-titled album released about like three years ago.
Wow, I had a great conversation with Jose Prieto of Make War. His story about how he left Venezuela at 17 years old to make his punk dream come true is fantastic. So inspiring. So we talked about that. We talked about also his writing process, how the band got signed on Fat Record. It's a pretty, pretty funny story. I love this. We also talked about the Puzza Fest and about some other upcoming shows, about um, food, <laughs> touring, the loss of a pet we love. Yeah, that was a sad part of the, the interview. The influence of Joey Cape and Lagwagon had on him, etc. So enjoy. And during the interview, you're going to hear Make War and their songs, No Excuses, and stay. Good. How are you today? today? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Happy, happy day. Cheers. I think it's Mother's Day today. Yes. Hey, I'm, I'm going to see my mom tonight. I'm not a mom. I have a cat, but. <laughs> I, think, I think that makes you a mom. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I feel like my cat is my baby. <laughs> yeah. Good. So where are you on this crazy planet right now? Uh, I'm in my house in Brooklyn. I'm oh. in my um my little home office that I slash uh, guest room that we have to build during the pandemic. Oh. Um, yeah, it's nice. I have a little window and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in Quebec City, so we're not that far away. Yeah, it's like... It's Qu Quebec City is, is north of Montreal, right? A little. It's, like, uh, it's more like east, east. From Montreal, east, northeast, a little northeast, yeah. It's like or just east, yeah, yeah. It's like a two two hours and a half driving to Montreal. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it's. Not, I should never been. I never been to Quebec City. Oh, that's why Quebec. I wanted to know. I wasn't sure if you've ever played here in Quebec City. I don't remember. No. 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 But that's okay. It's it will be easy to go to Puzza Fest and see you guys there. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be super fun. It's my favorite weekend of the year usually. And I love Pusa, yeah. Yeah, it's it's been cancelled for like two years. So I'm like super stoked to finally go there again. Yeah. But you played there before, right? A few yeah, times. Yeah, I played many Pusas. Yeah. Uh I can't remember how many, but probably five or six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Have you played also at the fest? Yeah. yeah. We also play many fests. I think it's the same number, six, seven. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping to, uh, at fest, I do this thing when you play 10 times to give you a cake. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, Almost. I'm just waiting for my tent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish you a cake for sure. <laughs> so because the, the concept of the fest and Puzza Fest is pretty similar. So I love to, I love to explain to the listeners that if you know the fest in Gainesville, you probably, you you would probably love the the pizza too. Yeah, and I think I think there's a lot of a lot of connect. Like uh, there's a lot of people that goes to fest and goes to pizza at the same time, and mm -hmm. they're like, you know, they're moving in between, and and some people some people like one more than the other, but I think they're both equally awesome and. They both have their own like their own things, you know. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, Montreal has great poutine and great bagels. And, <laughs> oh yeah. And Fez has um, what does Fez has for food? Uh, <laughs> uh, 
I don't remember I mean, what I what I ate there. Just probably a lot of different things, right? Yeah. Just oh, oh, it has good pizza. Like, like the 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 five five. No, it's not five guys. What's it called? Like five. Uh, the, the the pizza that they sell like on the street right there. Like it's like oh, yeah. super oh, cheap, yeah, like yeah, dollar yeah. slices. Yes, I've been there. Oh yeah, you're right. It was amazing. It's actually, really good pizza for Florida. <laughs> I I remember also a Mexican place close to the the big venue it was super good too. At the fest. I want to go huh. back there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When was your last? When was your last fest? It was four years ago. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I want to say we were probably the, there. Yeah. Lagwagon was headlining. Yeah. Headlining. Yeah. It was a very great weekend. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was definitely there. I was, I was there, and it was, it was, it was rad. It was awesome. Yeah. So when are that you? Was, that was probably my favorite fest. It was so, so much fun. Mask Intruder were there. Uh, yeah. War on Women, Bad Cup, Bad Cup, like uh, yeah. Comeback Kid too. Yeah. Amazing. I love Comeback Kid. Yeah, yeah me too. Yes, yeah, super good. Um, and do you know when you're playing on the schedule of the Puzza Fest? I forgot. Yeah, we play on Saturday night. Uh, okay. I think it's around 8 p.m. at a, a Foof. Oh, a cool, 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 electric. cool. I'll be there. I'll be there for sure because I want to stay there the whole night, like from the first music note to the last one. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a good bill. Like it's gonna be hard to move around for, uh, that day, at least for me. It's because I'm playing, but also like I want to see all the bands playing that day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I, my friends from the Venomous Pinks are opening. To the, yeah, the I love the Venomous Pinks. Yes, yeah. me too. I good. almost wore that shirt for the interview. Oh. I was like, I saw it. I was like, oh. Like, no. <laughs> so what's your shirt right now? I can't see. Uh, uh, it's a, it's like a surfing shirt. It's oh, a, great. It's a, yeah, it's just sprinkled catch surf. Nice. Um, they make this like foam, like foam um, surfboards that are like really fun. Yeah. They're foamy and fun. <laughs> I would like to rewind the tape and yeah. hear a little about your own history about music. And I think like you, you move from different countries and like, I, I would like to know how you got into music and how you, you started the band. And like, I'm curious about that. Definitely. Um, before we get into that, I have a question. Have, have we met before? I don't think so. I don't think so. Right. Okay. I was I trying to connect because, like, I seem like I, I I looked looked at your podcast and and there's a photo of you like 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 um uh stage diving. I think maybe oh, yeah. the at the other day. <laughs> no, it was at a no fun at all show um, ah. three years ago in Quebec City, and it was the first and the last time I've ever uh, stage dive and surfed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 uh, it's so fun, but it's like you're like you're like okay. I guess this is. Uh, uh, I hope I don't break a leg or my head. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. I had that. And I, I hope I don't break anyone's like arms either. I was like because I was I think 34 years old, uh, 35, and I was like maybe it's a little late to start stage diving because <laughs> I had like trust, yeah. lower back pain. I mean, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm about to turn 39, oh. and and I'm still stage diving and i'm like Ugh. yeah i'm i'm 38 and almost a half so i we're, we're the same age so i'm like maybe it's a yeah, little yeah, late yeah, yeah. i should have started this before <laughs> i had lower pain back 
uh, lower back pain for <laughs> yeah, three my days. Knees are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we yeah. never met, and I started this podcast uh, only a year ago. So. Oh wow. Yeah, but I I I've been hosting a radio show here for uh, almost 18 years in Quebec City. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Is it like a punk rock radio show? Yes, exactly. It's called Punk Detente. So yeah. So I I never interviewed you until now. I know. Yeah. So that's uh, why since I we never met, I wanted to know your own story about music. Yeah. It's super um, interesting. Well, nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Same. Um, uh, so my, my music story comes from, um, so I was raised in Venezuela, in Caracas. Mm-hmm. And and I started getting to punk rock by just like surfing and skateboarding and my friends showing me, I feel like the first band that I heard was uh, The Offsprings, actually. Oh, like the too. first like fast, like super fast uh, mm-hmm. band that I heard. And I was like, this is cool, but I was still really into like more like grungy or like, mm-hmm. you know, Nirvana-ish, like silver chair. Like that was like my jam. And then I heard this fast yeah. music. I was like, okay, this is, I think this is more like my vibe. This is more like, um, but I, since, since I was like in Caracas, you know, I didn't, I didn't speak English at all. So it was just like, I was just really into the music, like super into music, but like, the lyrics were like hard to, mm-hmm. I mean, really hard to understand, but also really just like, cause we didn't have like the actual CDs or records. So like yeah. or in the internet. So I didn't, I didn't know where to look for lyrics, you know? Um, yeah. So I, I started to get into punk rock when I was like probably 14 or 15. And then, and then right after that, I was like with my friends uh, in like this, like, neighborhood that we grew up in and we were all like we should start a band mm-hmm. like, okay cool like i kind of play guitar i think <laughs> <laughs> um and uh we started a band and we came up with the fabulous and more more much creative name called the go-go punkers nice <laughs> <laughs> go-go punkers um, go-go punkers yeah i play on go-go but also like go-go dancers i don't know what we were trying to say. <laughs> yeah and uh and we also had the great idea of singing or singing in english because we were like i mean every band that we like sings in english i guess we have to sing in english mm. um so i had this i had this computer like with windows 95 and i had this <laughs> like translator called like power translator oh wow and i just wrote the lyrics in spanish and hit enter and then like translated to english and that's the, that's, that's where the lyrics i was singing I relate to that because I'm French Canadian, so and yeah. as you might, as you may notice, my English is still not perfect. So exactly the kind of stuff I was doing, and I, I remember um, that because we learn, we start to learn English at elementary school, but it's not enough to really understand. So and when I started to be into music a lot, I was super excited to just translate to finally understand what I was listening to so yeah yes yes uh me too me too definitely um i mean there was a moment where it was just like and i it it wasn't even like understanding like i was singing to like my walkman my headphones Mm -hmm. and i usually i I usually like just to sing gibberish to it just like because i really wanted to sing 
Uh, but at some point I started singing the actual words and understanding what I was yeah. singing. I'm like, whoa, like I got it. <laughs> wow. So you translated yeah. like of spring music and yeah i mean like i mean after offsprings it was like you know like blink 182 and like no effects and bad religion and lag wagon and like all that stuff and and it was just like um i mean like it's it's funny because i told I, I get to tell joey gave this story of like listen dude like yours like when i listened to lag wagon for the first time like i i knew I kind of knew what you were saying, but I didn't. But like yeah. you sang it with such an emotion and like the, your oh, yeah. melodies were like that I got it. So like true. I didn't even need to understand what you say. And he was like, man, that's really deep. I'm like, yeah, I mean, we we're drunk and tequila, <laughs> but yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, but it's so true. I totally understand. Yeah. But at this time, did you have any uh, um, popular punk rock band in Venezuela where you can like, no no huh no we uh I mean we had a we kind of like created our our own little scene ah. there so it's like the go go punkers like there was another band called Seven Feet another band called uh uh what's it called uh uh fuck I forgot all their band's names <laughs> it's been so long yeah um whatever so we like uh guarapo is another band and mm -hmm. like nalgas independientes so, you know so we were just like our own little and we didn't have any any anywhere to play because all the all the state all the venues were like we don't want punk rock bands here like you guys are too too intense and too like you destroy everything and like we're like <laughs> no we don't like we just dance and like yeah. you know play fast but that's what we do Aww. so we what we had to do was like play at people's houses or, or people's uh, basements or like same as here, I guess, but just yeah. like, um, and it was fun, man. It was so much fun. Yeah. And then you moved, um, you moved to the U.S. after that? Yeah. So like, so we were like, I was so into the band that I was just like, I told my parents, like, I don't even want to go to school. Like, I, I just want to play music. Like, and I want to move to the States because the States has like, all my favorite bands and like my favorite labels. And like, I just want to move to the States and, uh, and get signed, you know, by fat or wow. epitaph or something. And like, and that's what I want to do. And my dad was like, okay, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's pause on that a little bit. Like maybe <laughs> go to school and then do the music. I'm like, okay, you're right. I mean, maybe it just, just try the school to like, just to have like a backup plan, you know, like, sure. Um, and that's what I did. And, uh, it was very smart, um, from my dad and for me to listen to him, you listen, listen to your parents, kids, you know, mm -hmm. that sometimes they know what they tell you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So I moved to the States when I was 17, I think. Oh, wow. Um, alone, to, for, alone, huh? alone, not with alone. your parents. All alone. For, yeah. All alone. We know, we know English. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just like this kid with like baggy pants and like, <laughs> you know, like spike belts and no English. And <laughs> um, yeah, so I moved here and I went to college. I went to art school and that's where I met Edwin, my bass player. Edwin and I met like 20 years ago uh, in school. And ever since we've been best wow. friends. Yeah. He's from, um, he's from Colombia or? He's Colombian, yeah. Does he have the same 
path that the one same story like no saying like i mean he he did play in bands in colombia but he played the drums he didn't play the bass which is funny um and he played like hardcore and like ska bands i think uh nice but yeah same same thing like we both didn't speak any english like we bonded on like on like i was i feel like i was working i was at the computer lab working on a just like messing up with Photoshop. You remember that Fat Records uh, t-shirt that said, not my president mm -hmm. with like George Bush. Of course. So I was doing the same thing with like our president uh, in the day, like Coyuca Chavez. Yes. So I was doing Chavez with like, no, it's me Presidente in Spanish. That's And so I was cool. like, I want to make these shirts. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. The political context there is, is crazy. Like, It is. It is very crazy. I mean, we could have a whole podcast about that. Oh, sure. <laughs> totally. But so, yeah, I, I bet you had a lot of stuff to say. Do you talk about that in in your songs or you're fully into like more like US yeah, it's, politics? It's funny because like I feel like um, sometimes I tell people that I don't even know where my where my lyrics come from because I just sit down and start writing and like whatever comes first. Like I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to write it about this. So it's more like subconscious, like, like almost like going in. I'm like, oh, okay, this is what I'm gonna write about. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but like, it's like I feel it's like so. The first record, our first record, is all about heartbreak because like that's what I was going through that that moment. It's like a completely mm -hmm. like heartbreaking record. Mm -hmm. um, and then our second record is all about having fun, drinking too much. <laughs> uh -huh. Uh, and like having a little bit of anxiety from from that from that same yeah. stuff, because um, that's like so that's what you do, right? So you have a heartbreak, and then you like find yes. uh, friends and and parties and like drinking and like you know, and that's how you solve that problem. Totally, um, that's like the universal way to do it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a way to cope. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a way to cope. Yeah, um, and then our third record was in the middle of the fucking everything that was happening with Donald Trump. And uh, it was just yeah. like, I, I was like, I, I was, I was still dealing with a lot of anxiety and I still am, mm -hmm. but I was just like, I feel like it's too selfish. If I just write a record about myself this time, like I need to, like, I need to say more than just me. Right. So that's why I get it together. It has like a lot of political stuff in it just because we felt like we needed to do it. We needed to talk about it. So, so much happening. Yes. Um, and so like, it has like a lot about racism and like, mm -hmm. and a lot of fucking Trump and a lot of like, just like, you know, united. It's just, like, I feel like we you get together with like, we can solve all these problems. Right. But it's still with the same sentiment of make war. because like make war is always, has always been about, like fighting your fights like inside so you yeah. can actually like wow. be cool with everyone else that's like amazing. that's that's the sentiment yeah yeah and i uh, love i love the description on your bio like i had shiver reading this it's like I, i'm gonna read a part of it but it's like make war is the punk band for today's increasingly polarized maga world furious multicultural packed with revolutionaries, friend to those in the cage, etc. And I was like, oh my God, I'm shivers. It's so uh, yeah, Brendan Kelly wrote that. <laughs> uh, what? Brendan Kelly from the Lawrence Arms. He's, he's the one that wrote our, our bio for so, Fat. And 
I got the point right away and I was like, yeah, this yeah. band this band has a purpose, like it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so uh thank you. Um so that was the third record and mm. and I feel like I don't know if we, I mean we we're going to get into the new record maybe um sure. talk about it, but like this this new record it's more like it's going to be more about I'm going back to my inner self only because I need to like I need to get some shit out mm -hmm. and like everyone does during the pandemic and like yeah. such it was such a like like angsty and fucking depressive and oh, yeah. and yeah so yeah nice uh um yeah good and uh How did you get uh, on Fat Records? Because it's funny because you you were talking about being young in Venezuela, uh, having like fun watching, uh, listening to Lagwagon, No FX and stuff. And now like you're on the same label and it's fucking crazy. And you wanted to move to the US yeah. because that was yeah. your your <laughs> that was your uh, your your goal. And, yeah. And also every band I'm talking to. Uh, that are on Fat Records have very funny stories of how they ended up going on <laughs> Fat Records. So I'm curious to hear your story. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a little bit of a funny story too. Um, I'm sure it is. But yeah, talk talk about fucking like visualizing your future. You know, you're like since you're a kid, you're like, yeah, like I'm. This is what I'm gonna do. This is like the label that I'm gonna be at. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah, it goes from like, so we started, I don't know if you remember or you know that we started the band as just like an acoustic duo called Sad in French. Oh, I knew the name, you but I, did, I didn't know it was uh, acoustic. No. Oh, great. Yeah, it was uh, it was acoustic guitar and Edwin had an upright bass and we we're just like almost like folk, folky, punky. Mm -hmm. Like that's what we did. <clears throat> and then when Greg, our drummer our, our old drummer joined mm -hmm. the band we were like all right we sound completely different we need to change our name like like he was keen into his because he hated the name Saturn French and I'm like I wasn't like like Saturn French was kind of funny and was kind of like meant something for me but I was just like I have so many t-shirts we cannot change the name <laughs> I spent so much money on t-shirts <laughs> uh, but we, we still have some Saturn French shirts that I'm sure will I don't know some hardcore fans before like will enjoy it one day wow um so our first label was this label called Black Numbers from mm -hmm. uh New Jersey that we were friends with uh with this guy Dave and Dave was like listen like I like your band like Uh, and I already had the record. So she's like, why don't you give me the record? Like, we'll put it on black numbers. Like, it would give you a little bit of a boost. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, man, let's fucking do it. So we were on black numbers. And then um, speaking of Brendan Kelly from the Lawrence Arms, oh, yeah. like, I don't know, it was like two years later after black numbers, uh, I play an acoustic show with Brendan at our friend's bar in Brooklyn. And, uh, And that's my first time meeting Brendan. And and I I just like I, I I'm kind of like a fan. So like, hi Brendan, nice to meet you. And then I go and play, you know, like it's like yeah. I'm afraid to talk to him because like I don't know, like he's like I, I, I you know that this guy is like really funny and really loud and like mm. I don't know, it's like but and the up being like super nice and super down to earth and like all right, so I'm sorry, I'm like trembling. No, I love that. <clears throat> 
fine. So I play the show and then and then I go to him or I go to the bar and next to him and he's like, fuck, man. I'm like, what? He's like, you're really good. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. He's like, now I have to play. I'm sure he tells it to everyone. Um, so like <laughs> no. he goes and plays a show. And then after the show, he comes to me and he's like, let's fucking drink. Like, listen, like, I love, I love your singing. And I love your band. I'm like, you never listen to my band. Don't lie. Um, he's like, yeah, but anyway, like if your band sounds like you, like, I fucking love it. I have a label red name called Red Scare. Uh, like I want you to be on Red Scare. And I'm like, wow. holy shit. Yes, of course. Yeah, I love Red Scare. Like, yeah. let's do this. And the next day, I, w- I remember waking up like really hangover and texting the boys. I'm like, I think I got assigned to Red Scare last night. <laughs> um, and they're like, what? I'm like, yeah. Like, And then Brendan is like tweeting about us the next Whoa. day. Okay, so you were um, like, you were like, okay, it wasn't just drunk; it was serious. No, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Tweeted about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he, like, so Red Scare is Brendan Kelly and also Toby Jag, mm-hmm. right? So, and I never met Toby, and I'm like trying to like, Brendan gives me Toby's number, and I'm trying to talk to Toby, and it's it's months and months and months and months. And I'm like, all right, Toby, like, what are we doing? Like, here's the record, like. Like, oh. and it, took, it took him forever to reply or like to, I'm guessing he was, I mean, Toby's like the busiest man alive, mm-hmm. but, uh, uh, so we ended up signing to Red Scare and it was fucking awesome. Um, so, and we put the, our second record on Red Scare and we toured with like a bunch of Red Scare bands. Right. So we toured with, uh, uh, with the Lillingtons, we toured oh. with, uh, Teenage Butter Rocket. We toured mm-hmm. with, uh, uh menzingers uh wow um i don't know if we took with mass intruder we have we probably play a couple of shows mass intruder too um so we took like we did like the whole red skirt thing with uh um with the falcon um mm. so we became really good friends with uh teenage bottle rocket and the lunatics and 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 cody from 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 both of those bands invited us to his wedding like he got married mm-hmm. uh i don't know in 2019 i think or 18 no 19 early 19 um or 18 i don't know whatever so we go we go to his to his wedding um it's in denver me and edwin and both of our partners uh and that's where we met uh aaron from fat mm-hmm. at the wedding oh great um and uh And, you know, we're getting, we're getting drunk and Erin comes to me, like, uh, she's like, listen, a bunch of people here are telling me that you're a fat band. And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, well, like everyone here wants me to sign you. Oh. And I'm like, oh, well, you should listen to them. I said, <laughs> she's like, no, 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 no. Like, I can't do that to Toby again. Like, Toby hates when I do this. Like, I can't do that. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Like, like, let me, I was like, we're working on a new record. Can I just send it to you? And she's like, maybe we'll talk about it later. She says, you know, um, <laughs> but the thing is like Erin and, and, and my partner, Lily, they become really good friends at that wedding, like oh. super friendly. And, uh, and after, after that, you know, we, uh, Lily and Erin are talking and I, I'm starting to talk to Erin more and I, And I'm talking to Joey Cape more because I met him mm-hmm. at more at, the, at that wedding. 
so after we finished the record, um, I, I heard about what, what, what Aaron told me about Toby. So like Edwin, Edwin, and I, and, and Greg have this conversation with Toby. I'm like, listen, uh, what do you think about us sending the record to fat? Just, I just want to send it to them, see what they think, but I want you to hear it first from us, you know? And I, we also told the same thing to Brendan. Yeah. And Toby was like, I don't know, you know, like, uh, you know, to being old Toby, like, uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, what happens if they say no? I'm like, well, if they say no, like, we'll put it on, on, on Red Scar because we yeah. love you. Like, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's what we do. But like, I feel like if they say yes, it will be a really good thing for us because it's like almost like the next step. Yeah. And, you know, we fucking love totally. you. We, you still have one record with us. And we we can still do more stuff. You know, we were doing a compilation with them yeah. and like, you know, and we're fucking friends, dude. Like, let's, uh, and he was like, all right, all right, all right, whatever. Like, try, try it. So I send the record to Aaron and, uh, sorry, this is taking too long. <laughs> uh, no, I um, it's fine. We have plenty of time if you have time. <laughs> no, I do. Yeah. Um, so I send the record to Aaron. I send the record to Joey, uh, and it it also takes Erin like a million years. To, I mean, it felt like a million <laughs> years to reply because she's also even busier. You know, she's like, yeah. I mean, she's the busiest fucking person. Totally. Um, so one random day, like I remember I was eating. I was uh, I was with Lily, like eating oysters, happy hour oysters. We have like uh, like hey. like dollar oysters here in New York, like in the summer. Um, and I fucking love oysters. <laughs> Um, and then I get a text from Erin. She's like, what the fuck? I'm like, what? She's like, your record is really fucking good. Yeah. I'm like, no. I was like, freaking, I was like, no shit. Oh my <laughs> God. Thank you. Uh, she's like, can I send it to, to Mike? And I'm like, yeah, of course you can send it to Mike. Please send it to Mike. Hell yeah. Um, uh, and then the, and more years pass after that. <laughs> uh, and then like, and then she texts me. She's like, Mike's going to call you. And I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. So it's like, I, I know that. I know this from, from like listening to other fat bands and, listen, and, and watching like, um, mm-hmm. you know, like that documentary about fat records, how, how like Mike always calls the bands, right? Like, yeah. like and, and tells them. And I'm like, fuck, this is happening to me. Like, like fat Mike's going to call me and tell me, uh, you know, we're going to sign to fat. Mm-hmm. And he calls me and... He's like, started making, you know, some jokes about Venezuela and Colombia and just trying to be funny. I'm like, ha ha, you know, like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, And then he's like, yeah, man, welcome to fat. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. That's that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Um, And that's how it happened. Like, it's, uh, I guess it's just like, it's a little funny, but also it's just like from everything that's been happening to us, it's just from saying, yes to every show and every tour yeah. you know like and that's how i heard that things were happening and like you know it's just like we're, like you gotta keep working 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 hard until mm-hmm. something you meet the right people or make the right connections or like or like i don't know and that's how it happened right yeah I, um i yeah. see that i have a time left like 8 30 because i don't know they think I, we are three people and more on zoom so if it cuts, oh. if it cuts, I'm gonna send you a new link and we will. Okay, finish. perfect. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I don't know what, what what's happening. But yeah, what a crazy story. <laughs> so yeah, it's a lot of work to get there, probably. Like you said, like yeah. a lot of shows. Uh 
Yeah. A lot of practice. A lot of shows, a lot of practice, a lot of, uh, I mean, we started touring in, uh, in my car. That's like an oh. uh, Honda Element, which is really small, but we fit the three of us and the full, full setup. And then finally we got a van mm-hmm. and we still have the same van. And like, it's like almost, she's like, she's still her name is Bertha. Um, <laughs> and we just took her to the doctor and, you know, it's oh. the, the, um, the mechanic always tells us like, dude, you need to stop spending money on this van. I'm like, why? Like it's still rolling, like still taking us places. Yeah. Like I, I can't like, this is a thousand dollars to fix it, but like, I need to spend like, I don't know, maybe five or six thousand dollars more on getting a new one, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to try her until. <laughs> But be careful until... because I talked to Joe McMahon two weeks ago and he told me like crazy van story, like getting on fire <laughs> and almost explodes with everything. So no, I know. Like, it's careful. like, it's not, it's not that bad. Trust me. No, If it no, was no. like, I'm the most like. Like I, I get anxious about shit like that. So it's like the van is like, it's fine. It's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if it stops rolling, it's because like the engine just like, I don't know, it's like too many miles or like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So I want to talk about the recent EP, which is fantastic. The, the last album, amazing. Uh, I love the artwork with the dog. So what's, what's the story behind this? Thank you. Um, So that artwork I, I made myself and, and the front it has my, my old dog, Bruno, who oh, is no. a boxer that I, that I had for many, 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 many years. And he passed, uh, I want to say, I don't know, four years ago, maybe now five years ago. Oh. Um, and when he passed, I wrote that song called stay. And I wrote the song on in an acoustic first. Oh, um, wow. and it's just about, that song is just about like me having a conversation with him, just like, because we had this thing that uh, he lived here with me in Miami mm-hmm. first before I moved to New York. And then when I moved to New York, I took him to my parents' house in Venezuela just because oh. New York is a new city. It's like a, I'm, my apartment was going to be probably way smaller. Like I just didn't know, you know, what was going to happen. Um, And then when I was ready, like I actually have a, a big apartment with three more roommates and we have a big backyard and everyone was like, yeah, bring your dog, you know, like it would be awesome. And I'll go back to Venezuela and my mom and dad was like, dude, like you can't take Bruno. Like, no way. Like we love Bruno so much. Like, like my mom was like, if you take this dog again, if you take this dog, it's like, it's like you leaving us again. Like, oh. this is like. Almost like he looks so much like you and acts so much like you that like we just and I'm like, ah, okay, like, all right, I guess I guess you can stay with Bruno. I know it was the hardest. It was the hardest thing, but like I I had to do it. Yeah. So like this song is almost like a conversation that was just like, man, like I wish I wish I could have shown you like New York, like New York. You would have loved New York, like the snow and and the parks and. And he, uh, he had this, this, like, I forgot the kind of cancer that he had, but he suddenly started having this kind of cancer. And, and it's just like, also kind of like us just talking about, like, I'm sorry that I'm not there f- with you on this last day. And so he's like, no, no worries. It's fine. You know, it's like me coping with like the, the, my dog dying kind of. Uh, 
yeah, I feel you. I still, my dog died like 15 years ago and I still dream about him mm -hmm. at least like once a year. I'm dreaming that, yeah. he, that he was just lost and he, ca he comes back. And so I, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, so you wrote a song. Yeah. So maybe that's why you told me that for this album, you wanted to be personal again and you wanted to... to to uh, express more feelings this time. Yeah, but also like, uh, I mean, that seven inch has two songs that are, they're not new. They're like, they're just supposed to be on on the, on Get It mm. Together. Oh. Um, but because it was too long and like, and and uh, uh, Aaron and Mike wanted to just cut it a little bit shorter and mm -hmm. it's just, let's just save these two songs. We do something else with them later. You know, I'm like, all right, that sounds cool. Um, But um, we decided to call the record Stay because, I mean, this, the song is about my dog, but also like Edwin used to have two other dogs and Greg also had this dog named Penelope, who's amazing. Uh, so it's the, the, the three of us have to have like big relationship with dogs. So when you turn the, 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 the record um, on the back, it's all the dogs together. Like each Aww. dog has a its own song. Um, And to me, stay was kind of like uh, because we put in this record in the middle of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. It's actually also kind of me telling to all of our friends, like, please stay with us. Like, don't like we're still around. Yeah. Like, we're still, you know, like we can't play shows, but like we're still here. Like, this is something from from us to you. Like, please don't forget about us. <laughs> wow, I guess you're not the only band who thought about that. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Never thought about this. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. That's wow. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it was a legitimate anxiety to have. Like, yeah. Are you going to be back to our shows? Because after two years, maybe you just moved on. You <laughs> or I know. Yeah. Good. Um, so let me uh, do another Zoom video. Okay. Let's do that. I'm, yeah. I'm sending you to, uh, to Instagram. Okay. So, and I have maybe like four or five other questions. So, okay. Cool. Good. See you now. All right, see Sorry. you soon. Sorry. See you soon. Hello again. Hello. Hello again. Yay. <coughs> okay, good. So everything is okay for this recording. Yeah, I think because when I, I copy-paste the link again, I think I put the um, option add someone else. And I okay. and like copy the link, so it yeah, yeah, thinks yeah. that we are three people and they want to limit us at 40 minutes. That sucks. But no, yeah. yeah, I think Zoom is doing the yeah. They're they're doing less than 45 minutes now. I think. Yeah. Um, so so we I were... have this my 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 therapy sessions through Zoom, and my therapist was like, "We might need to do two, two uh, meetings because of Zoom or whatever." Yeah. Good. So we were talking about the the Stay EP, the seven inch. You said uh, about the dog, the artwork, and I also love the reference to Lagwagon in your in one of the songs. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Lagwagon because yeah. uh, they're they're still my favorite band. You know, they're still like ever since I was 14, 15. Um, And uh, it's funny because I wrote this before I wrote this song before meeting Joey and before like be becoming like good, good friend. Like now Joey Cape is mm -hmm. like my friend, like we done songs together and like yeah. we hang out like, but uh, <laughs> uh, 
uh, yeah, it was kind of like my ode to and to Lagwagon, just like almost like a thank you, like like for for being there. But it's just like this like funny story that. Like I, like I told you at the beginning, like some I don't know where some's come from. And like, and the mm-hmm. first sentence that came was, uh, like literally was arrest my case. Trash is way better than Blaze. Like it was like, <laughs> so trash is their album and Blaze. And like, even though I love those two records, probably the same. I just went, oh, that's kind of funny. Like I'm gonna use that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I uh, agree. I agree with that statement. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, like my uh, my old age, I, I'm starting to to appreciate Blaze like a lot. Like it's like so catchy and so great. Like it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's still a good album, but I prefer Trash. Yeah, yeah, but Trash is like Trash is fucking perfect. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 definitely. So yeah, and now that you talk to me about how you got into music, I understand the influence that Joey yeah. Cape and. Uh, And Lagwagon had on you for sure, and now it's crazy that you hang out with him and you work with him. So I, I still, I can't stop to think about the little teenager you were. If you knew, I know. if you knew that, <laughs> I love that. I, I know, like, I, like I'm, I'm at that point that I'm like, I'm fine with it now, but like, but like, I still want to tell my friends about it, like my friends back home in Venezuela, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, uh, I'm hanging. <laughs> But like, yeah, it's, uh, it's fucking great. Like I, I, I like, it's, it's funny. because like now, like, I feel like all, all of my idols, like used to be my idols are like, not all of them. because I still have some idols that I would love to meet, but like, mm-hmm. it's great that a m- bunch of them are just like, we're just friends now. And it's like, and I don't, I, 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 I don't want to have that anxiety to talking with them, you know. So and now it's just friendly, and which is awesome. Yeah, good. So, and have you been uh, touring in Mexico recently? It was was it yes. like a couple yes. of shows? Yeah, it was great. It seems great. Seems like the show are good. It was it was awesome. It was uh, three three sold out shows like together in Mexico City. Um, I love. Mexico and Mexico City is such a such a beautiful uh, city, and the people there are awesome. Um, we have <clears throat> so we have this friend named uh, Gaston, which uh, he's he's a rapper in Mexico. He, he goes by Longshot L N G S H T, um, and he he's like a big deal in Mexico. He's like big. Oh, good. So he, and, and he's like a punk, like a punk kid, like from heart. So, and he loves make war and he, mm. we're friends. And, uh, and he was like, Hey, like I'm doing this two shows in Mexico city. They're both sold out. Like you get, well, you guys want to like play. And I'm like, yeah. fuck yeah. Hell yeah. I, yeah. There's tacos and sold out shows. Yes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you love You love food, right? <laughs> I love food. Oh, uh, yeah. I bet you, when you're a touring musician, I noticed that people make very strong association with memories and food from where they are touring. <laughs> it's great. I, I, I joke about this, but it's very real. Like, I only go on tour to eat new food. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, I understand. And you know what? I have a lot of listeners from Mexico, also from South America, from Brazil, oh, nice. from Peru, Colombia. And sometimes, because a lot of bands from, from, from there uh, send me their music, and sometimes I'm like, I feel like punk rockers neglect those bands so much. Those bands have so many things to say. They are angry about their politicians there, and we should pay more attention. I don't know what your what your thoughts about that. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, there's many, there's, I'm sure there's like, I mean, there's at least Mexican bands. There's like so many good Mexican bands. Um, we just play with this band called Trabajo Sucio, Dirty Work. They, they were fucking awesome. And we play with another band from there called Grito, uh, scream and they were incredible too um and i i personally would love to tour more in south america mm-hmm. and mexico and um we're definitely working on it and like i would love to take or 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 bring i i, I don't know if i can bring bands with us because like there's too mm-hmm. many flights and too many things yeah but definitely have all all the local bands like playing with us um and i i can't wait for that like i i'm, I'm sure it will happen um we speaking of brazil we uh, in january we're supposed to this show has been um postponed and postponed and postponed mm-hmm. because of covid yeah. but we're supposed to play two or three shows with uh mill and colin satanic surfers oh, and yeah. uh and uh 88 fingers louis in brazil oh. i know The scene is so alive there. Yeah, it's yeah. Incredible. Like I'm, I'm sure it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so I think but, we uh, should... But what I want to do is like, especially because we have a lot of time, what I've been trying to do is like, all right, we're going to be in Brazil. So that means we're really close to Colombia. We're mm-hmm. really close to Chile. We're really close to Peru. And, you know, we, I mean, it's, people joke about this, but every time we post something on Facebook or Instagram, Some some people are like joking, like come to Brazil. You know, it's like that meme, like I know, so, yeah. Uh, but they're joking, but like, but there's a lot of people from Chile and Peru and Argentina, like come to Argentina, come to Peru, come to Brazil. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, yes, dude, I want to go. Like, yeah, put me in contact with your people. Like, let's let's try to make this happen. <clears throat> yeah, they're. I feel like they are so passionate about punk rock, and like I told you, it's like. They, there's a lot of bands there that should have more attention and I, I try yeah. to play them <clears throat> a lot but like yeah so I wonder if you notice that too I think we are sometimes too centered on like uh, North American bands and we should like all the listeners should try to listen to more more music from different parts of the world too in my opinion yeah yeah definitely Because punk rock is universal and we all pissed about the same topics, but just in different, <laughs> different political context, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what, what are the next projects for the band and for you personally, maybe? Because um, you're, you're going to tour with my favorite band, the Willem Scream. Oh, it's your favorite band. Yes. Cool. I love Willem Scream. Too. I'm going to see them uh, two days in a row this week. They're coming on um, ter- Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, Wednesday. Oh yeah. no shit! They're they're still they're still touring. 
excited. Man, those uh, like they they I don't know I don't know why they almost like stopped touring for like a year or two, right, or more than that, and then now they're just like nonstop. Yeah, I was super scared. I was like, I hope they won't they they won't get COVID and cancel. I can't. I won't survive this. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So we're touring with a uh, William Scream. Uh, <clears throat> In June, we're doing a lot of Canadian dates, which I'm really, really excited yes. about. Um, it's funny that you say the you know, Wilhelm Scream is your favorite band, because mm -hmm. like when I when I'm when I learned about them a, a long, long, long time ago, they reminded me a lot of what I wanted the Go Go Punkers to sound like. Like I'm like, this oh. is what this is what the Go Go Punkers wanted, you know. And so immediately, I'm like, immediately like you guys are so fucking good like, like I love the Wilhelm scream too you know how I discovered them you're gonna like this <laughs> I discovered them uh, they were opening for Lagwagon in Montreal and I think it was in July 2007 yeah wow. totally and so I was waiting for Lagwagon and I didn't like really paid attention to the, the the opening bands but then this they started to play and I was like okay this is my new favorite band and it's <laughs> yeah yeah I know people like I I I always try to pay attention to all the opening bands um yeah especially when I'm not when I'm not touring when I'm touring like it's hard because you know you have to like I especially oh, yeah. now like I have to I really have to warm up my vocals before a show mm -hmm. because I mean we're doing months and months of tour now it's, it's just like Yeah. Um, but when I go to shows in here, like I, I always, I always go for like since, since the beginning. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Because you never know when you discover your, your next favorite yeah, band. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And make friends on the road also probably. So yeah. Uh, so, so you, I miss your road. Oh, so, oh, you're gonna have a lot of roads. I know. <laughs> so, okay, Puzza Fest really soon, then the yeah. tour with A Willem Scream, then what? Well, around Puzza Fest, we, another thing that I'm really excited about is to play with Propagandi for oh! the first time. So we we have two shows with them in in uh, Toronto. Oh, nice. And it's a talk about favorite bands like this this whole podcast is about favorite bands propaganda is like such a huge influence on me like as a kid and me now you, even now yeah they're so nice so good people that's that's nice to hear i've never met him yet so i'm i'm, I'm like a little scared but really excited to meet yeah. them <laughs> and they te they taught me a lot like about different topics they opened my eyes on so many topics yeah yeah and i practice my english a lot because their lyrics are like so super bright and smart and like so I many know. words i don't know <laughs> yeah oh that's great <laughs> good so and uh, besides touring are you working on new music a listener wanted me to ask you that if you're uh, working on yes so i had the beginning of COVID, I wrote a bunch and then I just like had like a, this like really depressive, like state of like not writing at all for like years. Oh yeah. Um, but I think it had to do with, cause I, I really got into surfing when I, when I, during the pandemic. Oh. So I was coping with it a different way. I was just going surfing every day. Cause like, 
I was not working. I'd lost my job. I, mm. I, I wasn't touring. So I, I had a lot of free time. So it's like, I need to write. Cause like, this is, this is the time to do it. Right. Because I have so much free time, but like, I couldn't do it. Like there, nothing was coming up. Yeah. So I'm glad that I found <clears throat> surfing again. And, and I just really got into surfing. Um, and then, Mm. And then I, I found a, this new job that I started in November, which is one of my favorite jobs oh, that cool. I, I ever had. Um, and that the thing about the job is like, a, it's a, it's a lot of work. So like it made me stop surfing completely. <laughs> um, but, but it got me back into this little office and like, you know, I have like guitars here and I have like yeah. amps and recording stuff. So every time I'm working from home, but like I, I just grab the guitar and like I noodle and like, and in the past months, like two or three months, I I feel like I wrote like eleven or twelve songs. So I'm like, oh shit, nice. So I'm like really, really excited. Like I was talking to the guys. I'm like, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna try to go into the studio in July because it's like our first. So we tour in the whole the whole yeah. month of June. Then we have July off. And then we toured most of August in, in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then September, we have we have also more shows in Canada in September. We're playing that cool festival. Uh, what's it called? Um, Super Duper Fest or something like that. Uh, fuck, what's it? Go, go fest. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to, I'm going to look it up because I, I, I feel like I need to tell you. Sure. Thank you. Uh, how do I switch accounts? I want to start a, a fest and call it the go-go fest. <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, what's that festival called? I, I should know this. Where is it? I should know that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, it's right here. The festival is called Super Friendly Fest. Oh, Seed Change. Nice. It's in Edmonton, Alberta. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. I saw that. So our day, our day has propaganda, comeback yes. kit, the flatliners, good riddance, ignite, compromise, Belvedere, make war, brutal youth, That's fire great. next time, rest easy, bad buddy, and the Penske file. Yeah. Um, and our day is already sold out, which is fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that festival. Oh, you're gonna have fun. I yeah, it's just like this tour and that and the the tour right now with Propaganda and the tour in June and the tour in September are gonna bring us to so many places in Canada yeah. that I've never been, like Edmonton, Alberta. Um, so I'm really excited to travel around Canada. Like it's like it's such a like it's so close, you know, to us. It's so close, sure. and I just I just don't know much about it because I I only been. I feel like we only play Montreal, Toronto, and Vancouver, and that's it. That's all oh. the three places that we play. So you need to come in Quebec City. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's a very great. Po- we have a nice punk rock scene here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll love to. Let's 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 work it out. <laughs> yeah, can't wait to meet you at Puzza. So I'm gonna be yeah. there for sure. And thank you for your time today. It was a great conversation. I'm happy I know more about you and the band. Thank you. Yeah, this was fun. So can I play a song from the last um, the last EP? I, I would like to play the song Stay. And do you have any recording of Go Go Punk that I could maybe use? 
Actually, yeah, I, I, I could try to dig some up. That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll give you some. Yeah, and so I'll do a special Puzza. I'm going to play like maybe two or three other bands on, on the episode. So it's going to be fun. Awesome. Thank you. So, so nice to meet you. Thank yeah, you for this. This was great. What's your plan for today now? Sorry. Actually, speaking of work, I have to I have to work. I have to do some work. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. I'm going to work on this podcast and maybe relax a little. I'm a little tired. I had coffee yesterday at 10 p.m. at a restaurant. So I had like bad insomnia. Like, Oh, no. So I might I mean, have a like, nap. I'm glad that we stopped in the middle of it because like I'm drinking this new coffee that I just got. It's Vietnamese coffee and it's so strong. Oh. So I started like shivering a little bit yeah. and I went outside to like eat a banana because I was like, I need to have some food. <laughs> oh, yes. Because I had like a couple of glasses of wine too. So I'm not crazy amount, but I feel a little hangover because of the... <laughs> I know, I know. We're old, right? Yeah, man. Us, 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 <laughs> 30, 38, man. Yeah. That's what happened. So, okay. Have a nice day and see you in two weeks. All right. See you in two weeks. Please yeah. say hi. Or like, I'll try to find you. We'll try to find you, please. Yeah. I will for sure. It's going to be right. fun. Bye. See you later. Have a great day. Bye-bye. So earlier in the episode, uh, I was talking to you about the fact that I am excited to see the Anti-Queens for the first time. Also, I'm excited to watch Love Equals Death at the Puzza Fest as well for the first time. This band was formed in 2003. They are from California, but I discovered them only recently, like one year ago. Probably because they went on a huge hiatus like for a long time. They are playing great skate punk music that reminds me a lot of AFI. And the song I want to play today is 90 Miles that we can find on their recent album, The Hour of Resurrection. I think they are working on another album for later this year too. Mm, I can't wait. Yeah.
for today, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. You are such a great source of joy in my life. As usual, I want to say thank you to Epic Merch Tour because they are sponsoring the show. Also, thank you to Scott Alquist for the edit and the co-production. Next week, you're going to hear the conversation I had with Nathan Gray of Voice That's Fire and also his project Nathan Gray and the Iron Roses. It was a life-changing conversation. If you want to support the show, you can subscribe to your favorite platform. You can rate it five stars, like, for example. <laughs> you can also subscribe to the Patreon if you want to give me some money. You can also give me a one-time donation on PayPal and the platform Buy Me A Coffee. All links are in the show notes. So punk your life, guys, and see you next week.